Hello, this is Travis from sleepyogi.com. Today, we're going to talk about finding your ideal sleeping schedule. So there are a lot of ideas out there on when you should be sleeping. And for me, I think that it's a continuous experiment. It's something where we can try one way of sleeping and then try it maybe for 30 days, see how we feel when we're doing this, journal about our experience, and then try something else. Or if it works really well for us, then continue with it. The main thing to keep in mind is to make simple changes, one at a time. So we're going to look in this podcast, we're going to look at some of the different sleeping schedules that exist, what um, the different types of sleepers, so the different types of um, ideal sleep times that you would fall asleep and when you would wake up. And we'll look at this from the perspective of curiosity, so a kind of a playful view of how we can live our lives and find the ideal way that of a sleeping schedule that works best with your lifestyle. And then finally, we'll look at what you can do when you've lost your ideal sleeping schedule. So let's start with a few things, a few, uh, few options of different sleeping schedules that are out there. I've tried a few different things. Uh, one of the things that I really, that really caught my attention was I read an article by Steve Pavlina at stevepavlina.com about waking up early and how waking, how, how much more productive you can be and how you can exercise in the morning and the rest of your day just goes really smoothly. And so I started, and this is when I was in college, and so I would sleep in until the last moment until, you know, maybe I had 30 minutes to get ready, 45 minutes to get ready, and uh, I'd be sleeping in until 8.30, you know, and, um, and so I decided, okay, I'm going to start waking up at 6 a.m. every morning. And this really worked out. This worked out really well for me because there's actually a yoga studio that was just a couple blocks from where I was living at the time. And they had 7 a.m. classes, 7 a.m. to 8.15, and then I would start class at 9. And so I went to those classes two days a week, and I was waking up at 6 a.m. every morning. I was able to get homework done in the morning. It was fairly, it was like this whole new world opened up for me where I was able to do things in the morning before doing anything else. It was, uh, <laughs> and I found that this schedule actually worked really well for me because what, what tends to happen in my, uh, in my energy cycle is that I'll have a lot of energy in the morning. And then by the time two or 3 PM comes, then I'm more relaxed. I may be able to get some work done in the afternoon. But then by the time like seven o'clock hits, seven o'clock on, I'm just, I'm in relaxed mode. I don't want to get 
I don't really want to work or do anything after the sun goes down. I just want to maybe sit back, read, watch a movie, do something relaxing. And so what was happening before I would wake up early is I would spend more of that time in that, I don't know, you could call it unproductive or you could just call it that more relaxed state where I wasn't as energized and I wasn't as excited about doing things. So I'd spend more time staying up till like 11 or midnight. And then, so I just, um, I changed my schedule so that I woke up at 6 a.m. every morning. I made sure to do it every single morning. And at first, at first what happened was I would wake up at 6 a.m., but then I'd still be falling asleep at 11 p.m. or at midnight. And, uh, you know, after a few days, I just felt more and more tired, more exhausted. And what really, what helped me was that I would, uh, I'd still wake up at 6 a.m., but then when I became more tired, then I would fall asleep earlier. So then, you know, after a few days of wait, still sleeping or still staying up at night, then I would, um, the next day I would fall asleep and I'd be asleep at like 8.30 or at 9 p.m. And I'd sleep until 6 a.m. And so this is one way of approaching it, of just keeping, continuously trying that same time early in the morning and then falling asleep when you're able to sleep. So that's one way of doing it. Another way of trying is so say that you sleep in until maybe you normally sleep in until like 10:30 in the morning or or maybe you sleep in until 9 a.m. Um, but let's take the example of 10:30 in the morning. And you say, "Okay, I want to start waking up at 6 a.m." Well, that's going to be a, a really big change. You know, trying to wake up four and a half hours earlier, that's huge. And so something that might be easier to get into that habit would be waking up 30 minutes earlier and doing that every day. Um, one of the things is if if a lot of people will get into the pattern of when they're when with work or with school they'll be uh they'll sleep in on the weekends and wake up at a certain time during the weekdays and one thing that you can try which i really recommend is to wake up at the same time on the weekends that you do on the weekdays and this is this is a way of changing your sleep schedule that i i believe is really helpful because a lot of times we get in unbalanced in our sleep schedule when we're trying to sleep and wake up at different times during different days. But that's, um, so that's just something to keep in mind. But if you're, if you're trying to wake up earlier, try 30 minutes at a time. So say you normally wake up at 7.30 and you want to wake up at 6, well, try for 10 days, you're going to wake up at 7 a.m. And then say, okay, after those 10 days, and for another 10 days, I'll wake up at 6.30 a.m. 
and then for those 10 days you're waking up at 6:30 a.m. and this this is a way that is a little bit more gentle you don't quite get that really groggy feeling that you would if you just went from waking up at 7:30 to waking up at 6 a.m. every morning then cuz then when there's more time in between where you're taking it a gentle way then you're able to transition your waking and your sleeping habits so that it's more even and so you do 10 days, you go back, you know, you wake up 30 minutes earlier, 10 days, you wake up 30 minutes earlier, waking up at 7, and then another 10 days, you wake up at um, at 6.30, and then the last 10 days, you're waking up at 6 a.m. And when you're doing this consistently, it really helps because you're, you're, uh, you have a, if you're working more than, if you're doing this every day for more than 24 days, then you've made it a daily habit. And when you um, move 30 minutes at a time, it makes it more doable and makes it a little bit easier than if you had try it, try to do it all at once. <clears throat> so that's one thing you can try. You can try waking up 30 minutes earlier at the same time every day. Another thing you can try is taking 20 minute nap in the late morning or in the early afternoon. Now this is something that I've tried where I would take 20 minute nap in, um, every day and I would wake up at the same time every day and go to sleep at the same time every day. So I decide Okay, maybe I'll sleep for seven and a half hours at night and then take a 20 minute nap during the day. And this worked out pretty good for me. I, um, I would take my nap. Usually uh, I would either get into bed and sleep or I could also do a restorative yoga pose like legs up the wall or just laying on a few pillows and kind of resting a little bit propped up and this worked out well for me but I don't think I don't think I needed to do it every day a lot of times I feel like this is good if you have a day where perhaps you didn't sleep very well and you need to catch up on your sleep I think this can be good to do especially if you do it earlier in the day versus later in the day if you tend to have difficulty falling asleep, then taking naps can make it more difficult to fall asleep at night. So this is something that I say to try on your own and see how it affects your sleep. If you find that you know, you're taking a nap, maybe you take a 20 minute nap during your lunch break or during um, you know earlier in the day, and that may help you to recharge instead of having to drink another cup of coffee or something like that. So that's something else you can try is taking a 15 minute, 20 minute nap every day. And then another thing that you can try that I haven't experienced, I haven't played with this as much, but um, you can try biphasic sleeping or polyphasic sleeping. And just what this means is biphasic means that you sleep in two time or you sleep in two two groups at at a time so it would be like you sleep for 
one four-hour period and then you're awake for a few hours and then you sleep for another four-hour period. That's one example. And <clears throat> so I've heard of different ways of doing this and, you know, there's an unlimited amount of ways that you can try this. Some of the ways that I've heard um, I wouldn't think would be very uh, helpful. Like there's one technique that I've read about that is taking a 20-minute nap every four hours and then throughout the entire day you've slept a total of four hours if I get that right um, and for me the idea is that you're just you're only getting REM sleep so after a couple weeks of transitioning to this then when you go to take a nap, you're instantly in REM sleep and you're dreaming and that's supposedly enough rest for you. I think that deep sleep is critical for restoring muscle mass and restoring um, the body, especially if you've been sick. So I feel like, I feel like this um, sleeping 20 minutes at a time every four hours isn't a sustainable way of of sleeping so i think i think there's other techniques that would be more beneficial <clears throat> one technique that is used a lot which is similar to taking a nap every day is called a kind of siesta and so you sleep for 30 minutes in the afternoon and then you sleep for maybe six hours or six and a half hours at night. And this leads me to the topic of like, of how much sleep do you really need? So a lot of people have different needs for how much, how many hours that they need to sleep. I know some people that thrive on five hours of sleep, six hours of sleep, other people I know sleep nine hours, 10 hours, and they really enjoy that and feel good the next day. And this is just something that you can experiment with because I know for myself, I'm able to sleep 10 hours a night, but I feel better if I'm sleeping between seven and eight hours a night. And I feel like I have more energy even though I'm sleeping less. I feel less groggy during the day. So this is all just, a, you know, something to experiment with. It's also been found, I've read some sleep studies that have found that different people thrive at during time, different times of the day. And they can be, you, you know, you can be from anywhere on the spectrum from you do your best waking up at five in the morning and going to sleep at 8 p.m. at night, 9 p.m. at night, to uh, to doing your best waking up at 10 in the morning and going to sleep at um, 2 a.m. at night. And so we can be anywhere in that spectrum. And I feel like the best way to do this is to experiment with different times like we've like we've been talking about try waking up maybe 30 minutes earlier. I know for a lot of people it can be difficult to try sleeping in later because 
of work or because of school or because of other commitments that we've made. But if you are one of those people that thrives best by sleeping in until 10 a.m. and then and uh, you, you're most productive in the evening, then perhaps you need to change your schedule so that or change your work schedule so that you're able to do that. And there's there's different ways of doing this. And if you make it a priority and make it a priority to change your work so that you're able to sleep in the best in the uh, in the times that are best for you, then it'll be even more beneficial for both your quality of work, your quality of sleep, your health, your relationships. So I um, I recommend that if you feel like you're one of those people that does your best sleeping in until 10 a.m., that you find a job that allows you to start at noon or and you know and work half days and perhaps or perhaps working um, later in the day and figuring out maybe even talking with your boss to see okay telling him that you know I do better sleeping in and I can work more efficiently in the evenings and seeing if there's something you can do where you can work more in the evenings or perhaps even a few days a week working in the evenings instead of in the morning and just seeing seeing how you can change that for yourself and keeping a perspective of curiosity so we're we're able to create our own life and create uh, the type of life that works best for us so something to keep in mind is just a perspective of playing with that so just having that curiosity and asking yourself the questions like how can I nourish myself more and when I talk about these different techniques whether it's talking about taking a 20-minute nap every day or perhaps waking up 30 minutes earlier an hour earlier ask yourself what feels right to take try next what resonates with you the most when I talk about waking up at six in the morning, going on a short jog, doing some yoga, meditating with the sun rising and the sun and the light slowly filling the room, does that feel does that fill your heart with a longing and with just feeling good? Because I know for me I'm I feel so good when I'm able to meditate or do yoga from the first sunlight and then and I can look out the window I can look at the mountains I can look outside and see the light coming in through the windows I have nice east facing windows and that brings me to what sleeping schedule will work best with your lifestyle this is another question that you can ask yourself what would be my ideal day and how could I sleep so that I'm able to nourish myself and I'm able to live the life that I want to live? So go ahead and answer that question now if you want or maybe keep that, write it down and journal about it. Because if you're excited about 
waking up early and going out and exercising, then it would be better to wake up earlier. And so just keeping these things in mind and finding out what resonates and what feels right to try next. So those are just some of my tips that I'm giving. And last, let's talk about what you can do when you've lost your ideal sleeping schedule. So perhaps, like for myself, I really enjoy waking up at 6 in the morning, going to sleep at 10 at night, and if I can keep that schedule, I just feel so good. If I can spend a couple hours at night, or a couple hours before going to sleep, just winding down, relaxing, reading a book, and then spending a couple hours when I first wake up before breakfast to exercise, to do yoga, to meditate, then it feels like the rest of my day just fills in with, uh, just fills in and it works smoothly and I feel really good. I'm making good decisions about what I eat. And so things just seem so much easier when I have this ideal sleeping schedule. But life isn't always perfect. Life isn't always ideal. We'll get out of sync. And for an example, uh, just a week ago, I was sick. And so I had just a cold and uh, I needed to sleep in longer. So I slept even like during the day, I slept for a couple hours. At night, I slept for 10 hours, 11 hours, and then the next, you know, next couple days, I felt way better. But what happens is then I'm, my schedule had gotten shifted, so now, so now this week I've been having a little difficulty waking up earlier. I've been unable to fall asleep as easy, so now I'm finding, you know, I'll be reading my book, and I'll be like, okay, it's 10.30, I'm ready to go to sleep now and I won't be able to fall asleep so then I'm like well I don't want to just lay in bed awake so then I'll do something like I'll clean or I'll do dishes and I've just moved back into my apartment so it uh moving had a lot of that um disruptive quality to it as well and you know traveling or maybe maybe you could have a family visits you and you get out of your normal pattern. And so what can you do to move back to your ideal sleeping schedule? Well, I recommend there's two ways of doing two perspectives that I look at and they're quite different. One would be taking small steps closer to your ideal schedule. So right now I'm going to sleep about midnight and waking up around eight. To move to my ideal schedule, I'd start waking up at 7.30 the next 10 days, 7 a.m. the next 10 days after that, 6.30 the next 10 days after that, and 6 a.m. the next 10 days after that. And this would be a way of slowly moving back to when I'm when I'm, uh, what I, my ideal sleeping pattern would be. And the other option would be to take a huge change. So for this, you would perhaps, uh, you just stay up all night. <laughs> you, 
you stay up all night and then the next day you're really tired but you keep yourself awake and then when the time comes that is your ideal time to fall asleep then you allow yourself to fall asleep and hopefully you and then you set your alarm and then you sleep for those eight hours seven hours however long you feel is your ideal amount to sleep and so for example for me i would stay up all night make make myself really tired and then i would go to sleep at 10 p.m or maybe even 9 p.m wake up at 6 a.m and then that way it's more extreme but it's a way of possibly changing uh, changing your sleeping pattern from something that's not as beneficial to something that is more beneficial for you. And I feel like this works sometimes and sometimes it doesn't work. And it's just something to keep keep in mind. Maybe it'll work. Maybe, maybe you need to do that more slow-moving, uh, uh, the more small changes. But sometimes, you know, we can be, I know I can become just a little bit impatient. I'm like, you know what? I want things to be perfect right now. And sometimes that's not possible and sometimes that's unrealistic, but <laughs> I'm getting a little off topic. So if you haven't noticed, this podcast that I created today is a little different than what the other ones I've done. And I'm, I'm welcome to hear your feedback I've made this one a little bit more laid back. I'm not worrying about if I go off topic a little bit or ramble a little bit. And I'm happy to hear your feedback. My uh, email is travis at sleepyogi.com. So that's travis at sleepyogi.com. And um, yeah, I, I just, I want things to be a little bit more playful in my podcast. So I want to be able to talk about different topics, talk, talk about my experiences with them so that it doesn't feel like I'm being very serious and I'm just talking about the one topic and then talking for five minutes and then I'm done. I want this to be more of an open discussion where you can hear about, you can kind of listen to what, how I think of, through things and how I think about my sleep and my and the different ways that I work with that. <clears throat> so let's just do a quick summary of what I've been talking about so f through this. So we're talking about finding your ideal sleeping schedule. And I talked about how this is a continuous experiment. And you can try 30-day trials. Those are ideal because then you've made it a habit and you're able to either continue to do that if it feels beneficial for you or you can choose to try a different a different sleeping schedule if it felt like something else might be better we talked about taking simple changes one at a time we talked about doing 20 minute nap in the afternoon every day waking up 30 minutes earlier or trying biphasic with which is two sleeping periods every day. And looking at these changes that we make from a perspective of curiosity and playfulness, asking ourselves, how can I nourish myself more? What feels right to try next? 
and what sleeping schedule works best with my lifestyle. Lastly, we looked at what we can do when we've lost our ideal sleeping schedule. So whether you're sick, traveling, or have some family visiting, how we can move, either take small steps closer, like we do with our simple changes and 30-day trials, or taking a huge change where, uh, where we try more extreme measures of just waking up at the time that we want to wake up and then allowing ourselves to fall asleep earlier the next night and seeing the benefits and the negatives of both those negative of the um, of taking small steps is that it takes a longer time the positive of that is that it's more long lasting and is is a little bit more healthier i think taking a more extreme change like just choosing to wake up three hours earlier than you normally do that'll you know it's a little bit more it's a little harder to keep that in the long term it might work well for a few days but then you get um, you have some other uh, some other thing that gets you off of your schedule and then it's harder to come back onto that so I hope you enjoyed this podcast episode and I'm happy to hear your feedback. Like I said before, my email is travis at sleepyogi.com. I'm also happy to hear about any suggestions that you have for future episodes. If you have any problems sleeping, just sending me an email telling me what questions you have, what problems you have, and I'll be happy to answer those in a future podcast. And if you want more tips or maybe some guided meditations, you can go to my website, sleepyogi.com. Have sweet dreams and a good night. Namaste.